Hello to you all. Welcome to the Eric Central Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day right here. Um, I don't know about you, but whenever I get the, uh, I want to like go to my online banking. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that, um, you know, I oftentimes avoid looking at it because I'm like, I don't want, I don't want the bad news. I'm like one of these stick your head in the sand people. Finally got up the nerve to look at it. I go, okay, well, that's not so bad. Uh, all right. Now, numerous charges from Chewy for, uh, for dog food. God dang it. I mean, the amount of money we spend with Chewy. I think that's like our number one expense. And then I see that there's seven. I think seven. Let me double check that. Seven. Count them seven entries for $59.65 that are credits. It says plus $59.65. $59.65. Seven times in a row. I'm like, what is that? What is going on with that? So I, I'm like, why? And I don't re I don't recognize it. It uh it's it's some online thing. Some something was purchased online and I, I don't recognize it. So I have to go to uh the multi talented Pooh Bear and ask her. I go walking up to her and I go, Hey, uh and I, I ask her. And uh, I go, it's $59, and I'm looking at my phone. I can barely see the words or the uh, letters. I can barely make them out because I'm so fucking blind when things are up close. And I'm like, it says here, uh, F-A-B-L-E, FableTix.com. What is FableTix.com? And I look up at her. And she's got her hand over her mouth and she's laughing. I go, what? what? What did I do? What did I do that's silly? What did I do that's, I guess, cute? It's Fabletics. That's Fabletics. Oh. Oh, okay. I mean, when it shows up all together, all I saw was the word fable. And then ticks. So I thought it was fable ticks. I don't know what the fuck that was. I like Aesop's fables with ticks. No, it's Fabletics. That's 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 me. That's me. I go. Oh. Well, well, what's going on? Linda says I think Kate Hudson owns that company. Wow, interesting. Oh boy, you won't believe this. Uh, the other day we were both looking at the online banking and I was scrolling through it. I forget why we were looking at it together, but she noticed something. She noticed, um, a charge, a minus $59 and 65 cents from Fabletics. And, uh, she's like in her head. She's like, wait, what? Why? What the fuck? So. She started to dig into this without me knowing. And then her digging resulted in a revelation 
and then a phone call. So she bought a uh, couple of sports bras from this company in April. And she bought a couple of sports bras for $59.65. So when she sees a charge to them in November, she's like, well, I haven't purchased anything from them since the two sports uh, bras I, I purchased in April. What is going on? So then she goes back and she sees they have, uh, they've charged us every month since she purchased the first two sports bras, that same charge totaling $417 and 55 cents neighborhood of, and, uh, so I don't know anything about this. Uh, so I, uh, I, I'm, I go, well, what, what happened? She goes, well, I called them and I said, well, what's going on here? And, uh, she said that they told her, yeah, well, uh, we gave you the VIP, a translation, uh, we decided to steal from you. And Diana said, what is the VIP? And she says, ladies, and, and we never got an answer. We never got an answer. It's like, uh, if they signed her up for something, which they, they did, you guys have figured that out. Typically, if you're signed up for something that you did not ask for, you would still get something in return. But no, they just take the money and you don't get anything. Diana never got an answer. So she's trying to find out two things. A, what does one get with VIP? And first of all, how could it possibly be VIP? I mean, what the fuck? This is just stealing. This is just goddamn fraud. Yeah, it isn't like uh, the old Columbia House uh, uh, a CD of the Month Club. It was, they were just stealing. <clears throat> um, and uh, she goes, well, first of all, I never asked for this. I want all of that money back. Uh, Nick says, didn't read the fine print on the dodgy website. This is why I just use Amazon. Linda says the same thing. Shady as fuck. Have to read the fine print with them. Um, so, I mean, that's a pretty good chunk of change. This is why I need to look at, this is my point. I need to force myself to look at that shit more often to make sure someone's not stealing from you. I'll bet you that if we went through everybody in this audience, they would have uh, an instance where something like this happened. Or maybe might, or it could maybe be happening right now. Now, the person on the other end of the phone was remarkably accommodating. So that's nice. The conversation, Diana says, well, I, I, I want a refund on every single month. 
And they go, no problem. And they um, they they gave it to her. And uh, we have the money back. But what the fuck? How, how is that? I mean, you'd think that there'd be some like uh, Federal Trade Commission investigation into these types of practices. And to think that, and I, I, she was telling me that the product was was decent. They were decent sports bras. But um, if you're trying to, you know, sell a product and you want return customers, why would you commit fraud? I mean, how, what type of fucking business model is that? Just scam, just steal their money. Fucking A, we were seven months into the scam before we noticed it. Holy shit. God damn, keep an eye on your bank shit. Fuck me. Uh, discussing that, though, triggered a uh, a terrific uh, memory. The uh, Columbia House records and tapes. Uh, 15 records or tapes for one penny. I I don't know how that was a thing, you know. You sign up, you you pick from the catalog which ones you want. You get this big fucking newspaper size thing and you have stickers and you 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 put your stickers on the 15 and then you get one more so you get 16 for a penny. And the, it works. They you send them one cent. Uh, Ryan says they would sell you like one episode of Star Trek on VHS for three easy payments of $29.99. Now, this thing is foolproof. But everybody's a fool. So then after you sign up, they then send you a thing in the mail that says, Hey... Uh, this month's record of the month is uh, Robert Plant. Uh, whatever. Pictures at 11. Do you want it? Yes or no? Check yes or no. So then you check no, put a stamp on it, and mail it back by a certain date. If you fucking forget, though, you get the record. And you got to pay for it. And it's like super expensive. So that's where they get you. And I would always, I, I can't tell you how many CDs I have from like shitty ass artists that I had no interest in. And then you get to a point where um, you just figure out that there's nothing they can do. And then they start sending you nasty shit like they're going to sue you. And you just go, ah, fuck you. You actually get the thing that they send you each month and you write in uh, Magic Marker, go fuck yourself. And you mail it back to them. And they're like, oh boy, he's telling us to go fuck ourselves. Oh shit. That was crazy. What a time. Amanda makes a great point. And now we just pay $9.99 a month and we listen to as much music as we want with no ads. It's incredible. What a time. We have finally taken the power away from the artists which is what we needed to do in the first place those bastards how many you know how many times you go to like a fucking lover boy concert it's 1984 and uh the ticket costs like eight bucks and you go there to get the t-shirt 
and it's like 65 bucks for your lover boy uh, tour of North America 1985 shirt with all the cities listed on the back and it's 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 gray on the body and then uh, dark baseball sleeves on the arms that only go to the middle of your arm. You're like, yeah, fucking working for the weekend. Suck my dick. Turn me loose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's about time we, we, we pay these scumbag musicians back. True, 99% of them are destitute and broke and can't make any money like my friends in the band Waylon, which I think their new song was just released today. I got to check on that. We'll play it later on the Patreon probably. Um. So yeah, that's that's... That's fucked up. Uh, as the day started today, totally different topic. Um, the Today Show has to choose between two storylines. The death of thousands of people in Gaza and uh, how Israel is fucking wrecking that place or Thanksgiving travel. I, I actually prefer the Thanksgiving travel one right now because I, you know, kind of like, all right, I, you know, it's how Ukraine there, those, the Ukrainians are so backseat now. The Ukrainian war is like, yeah, whatever. We don't even care anymore. No one gives a shit, which is just so weird. I mean, you can only talk about so much shit in one day. There's still terrible atrocities going on in, in, uh, in Ukraine. But I mean this is this is the flavor of the month. You know how I tell you I I'll give the um the war in Gaza I'll give it this. They do a better job of shooting video of horrible things happening than the fucking Ukrainians. Because I can't tell I haven't really seen too many uh, pieces of footage of uh, little Ukrainian kids being pulled out of rubble. It seems like they have a, uh, a better standard of uh, uh, video, you know, in terms of producing the content and getting it out for the world to see to show how terrible this is. The Ukrainians are just like going, ah, oh, fuck, you know? Uh, and then in Gaza, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's just that that many more atrocities happening. The whole thing is fucked up. I don't have an answer. I'm not going to sit here and act like somebody's right or wrong. I have no idea. But it is happening, and it's fucking terrible. Uh, back to the Columbia House records and tapes. Kenny writes, I used to fill them out for kids that bullied other people in high school. I'd have Columbia House send them Slayer albums and shit. Oh, wow. That's a, it's a long con. I like that. Uh, anyway, so they're talking about either war or Thanksgiving travel. And I guess this is supposed to every year. It's like the biggest, the biggest Thanksgiving travel ever. And um, no exception this year. Not only traveling by air, but um, by car. And gas prices are low. All right. Um, up here in the uh, Midwest, 
upper Midwest, it's, you're looking at about three bucks a gallon. And then in the South, it's below three bucks a gallon. Now, does that mean we need to put Joe Biden stickers on the low gas prices saying, I did that? Okay, remember that? That was fucking stupid. Last year at this time, uh, the NFK was coughing and wheezing. Getting ready to go to the Thanksgiving celebration. And, uh, of course, we're a few days out from that. But I gave him a COVID test right before we left. Because he was going to come with us to see my dad and Joanne and Charity Scam Mike. And I mean, we had a packed house. Mike's house isn't the biggest. And it was packed with like 20 people, 25 people. Some very, very elderly. Now, I was feeling fine. Everybody's good. And uh, I take a uh, swab on the NFK. And he's got COVID. This is Thanksgiving morning. He has COVID. Now, at this point, um, I have, you know, I've been preaching on the podcast about social distancing and take this seriously and no fucking around with COVID. And that's the end of it. But then I was faced with the reality of, um, I want to go to this thanksgiving celebration to see my dad this is one of the worst decisions i've ever made in my life by the way there is no justifying this it was an absolute terrible blunder horrible horrible decision making so i'm looking at this positive test on the nfk and i go hmm well he's not going but what about me and what about this whole family we have been in the presence of with uh, the NFK who's got COVID. Those are the facts. I've been talking on the podcast for years now at this point. I have to stay home. We have to stay home. We cannot go and hang out with elderly people at the Thanksgiving event at Charity Scam Mike's. So then we all piled in the car and left to go to Charity Scam Mike's. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. Made worse. What a, what a series of, of, of blunders and mistakes this is. Now, um, fast forward to the end of the story. Uh, we don't know who because Ash had COVID, we found out. And I had COVID at the time, but no clue then. And we did uh, get at least one elderly person uh, infected with COVID. My beloved sister slash stepsister brings her mother-in-law. And the poor lady got sick. Now everybody survived. But at the time, this was a fucking travesty. Made worse because then I went back home. No one knows yet that I have COVID. Friday happens. 
Black Friday, and I don't know if I well what the the next time that I podcasted, I did a podcast, and I titled it "Turkey with a Side of COVID." You can go back and get it right now, and you know the title shows up on all my social media. So my loved ones, my stepsister Sue, uh, sister slash stepsister Sue, she sees that she's like turkey with a side of COVID. What the fuck is that? So, I don't think she listens regularly because, I mean, they, she's really sweet and they don't they don't swear anything and I swear like an asshole. So, it's a little uh, little rough to listen to. But she listened to that show. And she's like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Did he knowingly, potentially, expose us to COVID? Did he... Did he do that? And uh, the answer is yes. Yes. But I didn't do it like, ah, fuck them. I'm going to go get him sick. I did it with, oh. So a, a horrible mistake made worse by then talking about it here. What an idiot. But it's probably good that it came out. Um, Lesson learned. Because then... Uh, my stepsister slash sister Sue called Charity Scam Mike and said, wait a minute, what's going on here? And Mike goes, ah, that's that's not true. That's just a bit. No, there's there's no way. There's no way he would be that idiotic. I get a phone call. It's Mike, Charity Scam Mike. Dude, I got a question for you. Yeah, what is it? Did you, and he asks me, and I go, Yes. And he goes, why? Oh, no. And I go, yeah, um, I did do that. He goes, well, we've got a problem because everybody found out about it and you are uh, public enemy number one, man. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So little bit of time passed. I called my sweet stepsister and I go, honey, uh, yeah, that did happen. But I, mean, I, I explained everything I've already explained to you. They're very, very upset. And uh, yeah, I ended up getting people sick or we did. I don't know who, who the uh, transmission came from, but it was, it was one of us. We did it. And then I talked about it. God damn. Chris writes, you don't tell people about that shit. Uh, I just shouldn't have gone. Cole writes, what you're saying is don't take COVID tests and just do what you want. That's not what I'm saying, you idiot. If I had to go back and do that all again, I uh, would not have, uh, have gone. That was a horrible, horrible mistake on my part. So this is kind of like a redo. Everybody, of course, recovered. Um, everybody made it through. But that was that was scary. I've, that was one of the uh, top 10 worst decisions I've ever made. The whole idea of, okay, I am exposed to COVID. I am going to ignore everything I've been taught in the past two years and just go. And then I'm going to talk about it in a cavalier way. And my family is going to find out through my big mouth, stupid podcast. 
What an asshole. Um, thank God everything worked out, though. But at the time, I had family members who wanted to beat my face in. And I would have let them. I would have just said, you know, my hands are tied behind my back. Punch my face. Punch me. Ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just as this story winds down and I was about to move into the next topic, uh, I've been handed a nice transition to do so because big time Michigan Wolverine fan Joe Martinez is here. And he is aware of the news, obviously, which I'll get to talk about now, my, uh, my comments on the Harbaugh thing. Joe writes, just like you picking Michigan to lose. He says, go blue. We are Michigan. Harbaugh rules. Arr. Now, I want you all to know this. Before I get into this, prior to the Michigan uh, scandal, the whole cheating thing, um, I was excited about their success this year. Not that I'm a fan or I root, but the school does represent the state I live in. I used to be a huge fan when I was a child. Um, and, you know, it uh, kind of makes people happy. Uh, Joe disagrees with that. He says, no, you weren't. No, I absolutely was. Uh, but as soon as this problem hit, the cheating, I was like, well, we can't have that. And Harbaugh, now I have thought this, Harbaugh has always been an arrogant weirdo. I don't, I don't like Harbaugh, but I love McCarthy and I love Corum. And when he played for Michigan, I love Hutchinson. I love that for the past two years, they've rubbed Ohio state's nose in shit. I love that now, not so much. Now I want Maryland to win this coming weekend, which they won't. I want Ohio State to win, which they probably won't. Michigan will still probably win that game. Kenny says, I love the cursing, crying black dude. That's all I know. I'm with you. I love that guy. In fact, if I'm in charge at Michigan, I make that guy the coach based on how he behaved after the victory over Penn state. I loved that. Now that's the guy you want. You don't want this, uh, uh, a weirdo Aspergery autistic, some bitch out there, uh, cheating his ass off. You want that Sharon Moore guy. So we can, we can look forward to that. And I, I hope that they, they definitely go to him after they, uh, uh, beat Maryland. So that he can um, lose his shit again. I love that guy. Romeo Sierra says, Zane, do you hate smug beer or smug Harbaugh more? Smug beer. Always. Without 10 out of 10 times. By the way, yesterday was the um, one-year anniversary of... uh, Producer Joe getting fired or being announced or retiring. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yesterday was that uh, 
was that big moment. Let's check that out. This is our pal, the Burn King. One year ago yesterday. Oh, my. A lot of you have asked over the last uh, several weeks where Joe has been. And uh, we've told a lot of you that when we're allowed, we'll tell you. We're allowed. Um, but He's struggling. He's definitely struggling. But still limited, just as an FYI, by... Laws. That, laws. <laughs> by the, laws. By the nature of the way things are. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, this is not something where you're going to get some this is unbelievable. junk drawer dumped out or anything like that. Say the word usual. That. But here's a statement uh, from Joe through his attorney. Oh. He writes, after a 20-year career in radio, Joe Gassman has decided to leave the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. <laughs> yeah, right. He's decided to leave. Joe thanks Greg, Chris, Steve, and Kelly. The loyal what about me? You used to stay at my house, you fucker. The listeners and everyone who worked behind the scenes. He looks forward to following the show's success in the years to come. And Town Square Media wishes Joe well also going forward. What a crock of shit. That's it. Now, we had a lot of good times. That is a fact. Um, <laughs> yeah. But even in the last year when we had to sit in the same room after the previous Thanksgiving issue. We still have to do this job and we're still lucky to get to do this job. And so I present to you an awkward transition. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's fucking terrible. I wouldn't have said anything. I would have just never, ever after that, I would have just never, ever addressed it. I wouldn't even have done that. Uh, Corey says, Joe and Kyle should do a podcast. Um, Joe Martinez writes, it was being reported that the Big Ten said if Michigan made it to the title game that they would get banned. Don't know for sure. Well, yeah, who knows? It was also reported, quote unquote, that there was a judge on standby. So I don't know if I believe any of that. Tyler says, does Joe still own that radio station in the area? That's right. He's a radio station owner. Uh, Corey adds, quote, has decided. Okay, asshole. Kenny writes, he's decided to leave the show and steal government money and move to California with a new Facebook page without his pictures on it. Um. Chris says, I've decided to leave, quote, the best thing that ever happened in my life. Corey says, yeah, he left his wife too. Patrick writes, the Freebird Hotwing show is fine. They have a secret weapon, Sleepy Steve and his basic spaghetti recipe. Uh, Joe Martinez says, there was, LOL, get your facts straight. Yeah, I don't know if I, all I said was, I don't know if I believe that. When I hear, yeah, there's a report that, 
yeah, I don't. Okay. If, if it, there's a fact that there's a report that, that does not mean a fact. Like, if a writer wrote that I'm an expert on HVAC repair, someone could say, there's a report that Eric Zane is an expert at HVAC repair. That doesn't make me an expert at HVAC repair. He says, no, 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 no. You said yesterday there wasn't a judge on standby. And he says there was. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, then what did they do? They say, I know you're on standby, judge, but let's wait till Friday and let Harbaugh sit out the Penn State game. Um, Corey says, yes, have a walk down memory lane when the Thanksgiving thing happened. It being the holidays and all. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, Last Thanksgiving, Joe was out of work. Um, The previous Thanksgiving, Joe was having Thanksgiving dinner with a nice lady by the name of Rachel. Beautiful, young, red-haired, fantastic spirit young lady. Okay? And the next thing we know, Joe is on the radio after the big Thanksgiving celebration uh, talking about how uh, the relationship with Rachel is over. Because long-distance relationships are hard. And that's all. This was the speech where he said he was attacked by Chicago gangs and uh, implied that your old pal EZ threatened to fire him if he didn't do the stunts that we made him do. And he was just a little boy when these stunts were happening. All this crazy finger-pointing and blaming and he's the victim bullshit. And uh, everybody in that audience bought that nonsense. I did not, of course. And I decided to skewer him right in the asshole. I knew full well what was happening. This was the same speech where Joe said that when he was uh, in the, another relationship, which turned out to be Hurricane Ashley, that he was abused by her. And then Hot Wings said, after she uh, she said she was pregnant with Joe's baby, Hot Wings said one of two things. Either she wasn't pregnant or she was pregnant by another dude, which really pissed off Ashley. So here we are two Thanksgivings ago. I put her on, the, on this podcast to discuss that shit. It was the first time she was ever on my show. Um, a year before... She had wanted to be on my show. So three years ago, she had wanted to be on my show. And I said, no, I'm sorry. I can't put you on. I don't have, I don't have any grounds to put you on. I have no, no reason to. Uh, just you recanting your story won't. I can't just throw you out there like that. It's too much of a risk. But then when they, they, she was singled out on their show, she was absolutely. And I said, all right, let's do it. Uh, so I called bullshit and all that. All right. And um, by the way, I'm getting a question. 
Where is Hurricane Ashley? She should be here today. Ryan says, I guess hurricane season is over. Oh, I'm sure she's, I'm sure she'll be back. Kenny with the question, how could she end up pregnant when Joe's jizz always ended up in his own mouth? (laughs) Fucking shit. Um, okay. So I did my show at that time and then I waited and everybody murdered me. In their audience. Oh, it's just stirring up trouble. Joe's hurt. Joe's hurt. He's sad because he broke up because of a long distance relationship. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, um, uh, we all know that was all bullshit. Months later, October, 11 months later after the Thanksgiving incident, uh, Rachel posts on Instagram. How a former lover uh, abused her. And she tagged Town Square Media on the post and Free Beer and Hot Wings. She didn't single anybody out. She said, why is my abuser still working? And why is my abuser enabled? Now, there's a lot of questions. One of the questions that comes to mind is what was known at the time? Who knew what on that show? And based on what was known, how could business have occurred as usual there? You know, is it just, I I don't know, stick my head in the sand and that's the end of it. Maybe, maybe not. Not sure. Well, anyway, all we do know is that after this post that's cryptic but not cryptic is made on Instagram by the multi-talented Rachel, uh, it's at uh, it's at that time that uh, what I like to describe as the mobilization of the exes took place. It was a stunning moment. We're through some type of uh, psychic power. The exes from different walks of life, different parts of the country, but all one thing in common, uh, band together to make like the Avengers of jilted women, pissed off women. And uh, through that combining of the forces and the support provided by them to each other, uh, they were instantly a superpower. Coincidentally, on the day that that broadcast ended on a show known as the Free Bear and Hot Wings show, that was the last anybody ever heard of Joe. He mysteriously vanished and he announced his retirement shortly thereafter on November 16th, 2022. Kenny describes the Jilted Women Brigade as they were freaking Voltron. So true. So true. And that was the last we ever heard from Joe. 
End of story. Unless, of course, if you did a um, PPP loan search, you would see that um, when Joe was still with Free Beer and Hot Wings, um, according to the PPP loan search, the affidavit that you produce when you uh, steal, I mean, get that money from the government during covid you have to put what your business is that you're using those funds for. And uh, Joe, living in Grand Haven, Michigan at the time, uh, living in Grand Haven, Michigan at the time, was an owner of a radio station. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Hurricane Ashley has entered the audience. I'm, I'm assuming someone texted the hurricane and said, hey, we are reliving uh, the one-year anniversary of Joe's retirement. On this poignant day, it might be a good idea to get Hurricane Ashley on. So incoming call to Hurricane Ashley, who... Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but she works for Space Force. Yeah, that's right. That's what she told me. She is a uh, she's a sales um, consultant for Space Force, which I didn't know they had space consultants or uh, sales consultants. I build rocket ships. You do build rocket ships. Yes. Okay. Now, now I get it. Uh, how are you? I'm amazing. I got nervous that I missed Flying Laptop Day. No, no, no. Flying Laptop Day is not till March 17th. Yeah, I don't know. I just got panicked. Well, we've got this day now, November 16th, which is my stepmother's birthday, and also the announcement that Joe, re- and this is his retirement anniversary. Oh, retirement. Yes. Yeah. That's a word for it. So everybody wants to know why you are so... Um, um, sparse in attending the audience of this show. I mean, you become kind of like a star. Well, I'm, I've been a star since I was born, Eric, but um, I've been pretty busy. I said, come back on Monday. Oh, okay. All right. So you're, uh, Kenny, Kenny says today's the 17th. And I, and, and I know that dickhead. I said being it yesterday was the anniversary. If you'd listen for once, instead of being a nitpicking prick, uh, you would enjoy the show better. Anyway, Ryan says Joe retired because he made so much money owning radio stations. When you were together with uh, with Joe, did he talk about owning a radio station? I mean, I I dated any old Joe, but nobody I dated owned a radio station. Ah, ah, okay, all right. Uh, now, looking back on this, did he ever talk about early retirement? Was there ever any opportunity that he was thinking he, he could actually pull off an early retirement at a, age 30-something? Well, no, because if I remember correctly, there was a woman who he had to give most of that away to at one point. Ah, you're talking about the former Mrs. Joe. Yeah, the former Mrs. Joe got quite a large lump sum out of that 401k. Uh, true or false? Um, did Joe have a procedure done to his teeth? <laughs> Why don't, what do you think? Do you, do you have any before and afters you could share? 
Well, the rumor was he actually, the term I, I heard in this, uh, in this revelation was that he had his teeth shaved. Is that, is no, that? A- no, 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 no. They both got, um, the worst veneers you've ever seen hers are fine but his are some amazing horse horse teeth so they they actually made what was already big teeth bigger (laughs) yeah for like 11 grand and so this was after you started to become the future mrs joe at the time it was right during, like, I, he had a bunch of dentist appointments, and I was like, what is going on with your mouth right now? And I think there was an incident with some, um, supposedly, like, some Vicodin and alcohol, and I was like, what, why is this happening? But uh, a little too, like, shy to... Now, that is all, anything. you know what? I, I'm going to make you take that back, because that is a, uh, that is allegedly, we don't want to, we don't want to talk I about... Said, you said there I was said. a supposed incident. And uh, and I, as the Eric Zane Show podcast, do not support that uh, vicious conjecture. Donkey teeth. So <laughs> it's. I don't think it's a it's a good idea for you to be here if you're going to start throwing substance abuse around on the show. I mean, uh, get get control of yourself. My Joe would never. My Joe. I don't know who you're talking about. All right, let's get this. Let's re- let's reel this in here. Let's. Re- I mean, I mean, I I'm clear in writing. I'm doing a good job of keeping this legal. You you know he gets he he'll send a letter. He's done it to both of us. Hey, you got. I'm sending you a cease and desist. Have you ever gotten a cease and desist from Joe? I've gotten three. How about how about you? Okay, I got the one. And you even had a restraining order at one point, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, God damn. How long was that for? I don't know, like three months or six months or something. Oh, Jesus. He feared for his life from you, which I could actually understand. You seem like you could do some damage. I don't know, Eric. You can fuck right off. Oh, my God. Fuck you. I love you. Fuck Holy you. Shit. I would never hurt a so the three amigos were at Bosco's Pub on uh, Tuesday. You had uh, uh, you, uh, Timmy Mayer, and then the, your uh, your future wife slash friend, Amy. Can you uh, imagine Amy on my right and Timmy Mayer on my left? You know. what? what like. Hey, what a power trio that would be, you know? Oh, man. That'd be great. So um, you guys had a good time. I don't know why Amy had to be third wheel. I said, where is Mr. Amy? What is going on with this? And she said, oh, he's being a stick in the mud. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? How, how did this even happen? Um, actually, it was Amy's idea, I think. No, she no, no. said she needed to drink a bunch of water. I think she had a bad day. But all right. we all were like down, but Gary... Yeah. Amy said it was too late. All right. Well, uh, anyway, just in, in concluding, um, it is crazy to think that it was one year ago yesterday that uh, our heroes on the Freeburn Hot Wing show announced that Joe has retired. He hasn't been seen or heard from since. There was one moment when he posted something on Instagram that was a little snarky. And then, he did? yeah, there was the moment when he posted something and then Kelly Cheese responded with a thorough um uh assault of him and 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 you remember that because i remember sending it to you but she was like oh yeah because he was again manipulating or it appeared to be manipulating about what what actually happened and him denying things and shit like that i know you didn't 
I don't. I know you didn't have your glasses on, and we have the funniest photo of you in rubber gloves trying to read conversations about Rachel and I have some pretty good one-liners. Yeah, I, I noticed that you and Rachel, because you had, while at the bar, had a conversation with the the uh, incredibly sweet Rachel, and you said, oh yeah. my God, read this, read this. And so I'm reading, but I couldn't read it. I couldn't, it was so small. And then it made me think about um, Joey, Joe eating hamburgers with rubber gloves on. Yes, yes, God damn it. Yeah, so now I had heard them talk about that on the radio that Joe when he would go to a restaurant, he would, like, if you went to, like, let's say Applebee's, he would put uh, 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 gloves on and then eat the food, and you actually witnessed that? Not only that, but, like, when he had um, that little small hatchback, he had, like, a compartment full of them, and I was like, do you, like, murder people or something? What are these for? And they're for food. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like the the blue ones, like yeah, yeah. Gloves. Why didn't you? Uh, you should have left him right right then and there when when you saw the fucking gloves. God. Yeah, my my self esteem was in a weird spot. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but he was on the radio as well. I mean, you can't. So if if Joe reached out to me and said, "Hey, I want to set the record straight. I want to be on the podcast," and then I said, "Okay," but um, Ashley has to be there too. Would you do that? Of course I would. That would could be. We do it with, could we do it with like lie detectors, like on Maury or something? Uh, if I had uh, an, un, an inexhaustible amount of money, I would find him and I would offer him a uh, an amount of money that he could not refuse. I and think I, that's about forty grand. <laughs> and I would have uh, every ex that Joe has ever known on, and I would try to get even his ex-wife. Because I remember during all of this, the ex-wife, she yes. she bucked the trend of former what? Joe misses and and supported Joe. And you got into a big fight with uh, Ellen. Yeah, um, because she, I guess, hasn't seen through the gaslighting, but she looked like a silly goose, if you will. But what kind of money do you think that would be? To get Joe on here? Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. I think at least fifty thousand dollars. So we could do a we could do a GoFundMe. That uh, probably could be taken care of so quickly. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So I guess this would be first. We need to approach Joe somehow and say, "Would you be interested? Uh, name your price." Yeah, like perhaps. What are your legal fees with the government right now? Are they in the range of fifty grand? So you're suggesting that there's some type of expenses with the government Joe may have. I, I don't know what you could possibly mean by that. I don't know. I had some idea. No, That's Joe. Funny. Hey, when Joe was able to get those PPP loans, according to the, uh, the small business association, he used it for a radio station. And I oh. haven't, I, I don't know that radio station, but apparently he owns a radio station. Oh, I'm sorry. I am not. I'm not up to date. I've been. I've been missing for a while. So. Do you know what his salary was? Because when I left Free Bear and Hot Wings, Joe was making about sixty thousand dollars a year. Did they give him a big boost? Do you know? He was between, allegedly, he was between two fifty and five hundred. Wow! With bonuses. Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. 
Well, I think we have uh, we have exhausted our. It's fun to go down memory lane. We have a couple of big moments every year. We have Flying uh, yeah. Laptop Day. You got Joe Joe's, have, Joe's retirement party day. Yeah, we have a couple of great holidays. Okay, all right, and uh, you you still talk. I I occasionally will say, "Hey, hey, Rachel, how are you?" Just I keep it pretty pretty basic. But you have some nice conversations uh, with oh, we Rachel. Oh, we had some good laughs. Yeah, and we're. We're over it being disturbing. Now we're just right, like laughing and crying at the same time. Now I did notice that in that text uh, exchange, you were making me read over at Bosco's when I had my little rubber gloves on. There was a portion <laughs> of it where you guys were revealing um, to each other the things that were so bizarre um, during your intense lovemaking sessions, and <laughs> you you wrote that. Joe used to lick your armpits. True or false? True. Okay. Uh, and you you wrote that you were so glad you no longer have to worry about someone sweating on you during sex. Um, what with the prickly skin, with the nair, he would nair his whole body. And for you gentlemen out there that like a clean body, like I don't know, maybe wax it or something because when it grows back, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> shit god damn all right well uh good to know good to know uh that's uh um advice from ashley she's had she's been through a lot so uh thank you for for being so frank and sharing that with us yeah i'm an open book as long as my lawyer's around is your lawyer around right now yeah his name is ryan oh all right yeah ryan uh the eric Show podcast would like to remind you that this is a work of fiction Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of Eric Zane and Ashley's imagination or used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Nobody even knows if this is the real Ashley. Chris wants to know if uh, St. Gaslight wore gloves during lovemaking sessions. No, the irony there. Yeah, so he would... uh, he would uh, uh, put gloves on to handle a BK broiler, but no gloves to fondle your asshole. <laughs> that is an interesting thought. Um, <laughs> BK broiler. <laughs> um, yeah, is it a texture thing or isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. The guy's weird. Is it a germ? Yeah, maybe I am just pristinely clean. I don't know. All right, have a wonderful day with the Space Force. Thanks. Okay, bye. See ya. Oh, my God. What are you doing with the gloves? You fucking asshole. I fucking love you. I can't wait for you to sweat on me. <laughs> Hurricane Ashley. Uh, we've got another guest that we will get to in just a moment. It is the immortal Rick from TC Paintball. we do that though um i gotta kick the audience out on facebook x and youtube thank you for being here check me out on twitch and download the patreon send me an email in the shoreliner striping inbox eric at ericzaneshow.com the open and live stream of this show brought to you by king's room barbershop where i will be today uh i checked this uh schedule at kingsroom.net 
And I see that Andy Skyver is going to be at the Wyoming location at 821 36th Street from 10 a.m. today till 7 p.m. And your old pal EZ needs to get cleaned up. And Andy is going to do that. Uh, there's three King's Room barbershops that I want you to go to. Uh, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and the new location at 821 36th Street. Get a haircut. If you are a dude, you get your haircut at King's Room. Or if you're a chick that likes to have a dude haircut, uh, get it done at King's Room Barbershop. Mention EZ. Now, the owners are Colleen and Andy Skyver. So if Colleen or Andy's doing your hair, just mention it right to them that you heard it on EZ. Otherwise, mention it to one of the other amazing stylists to pass it along. That helps me. Thank you very much. King's Room Barbershop. I want to see you at the Grand Rapids Gold Game tomorrow night. Get your tickets at the Grand Rapids Gold website. After you search Grand Rapids Gold, you'll find it right there. Buy a ticket. As low as $12. I said 14 earlier, but I think they're as low as $12. Saturday game featuring the Red Panda at the halftime. Uh, if you don't know what the Red Panda is, just Google it. It's in fucking amazing. I've talked about it before. It's it's That alone is worth the price of admission. And I will be there, so come by to the scorer's table and say hi. Grand Rapids Gold Basketball at Van Andel Arena. Now with $2 beers and dogs every Thursday and Friday. Obviously not tomorrow, but if there's, there's a Thursday game or a Friday game, they have $2 beers, $2 dogs. Thank you, Grand Rapids Gold. And then as I get ready to bring Rick in here, hello to my friends at Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. I had a uh, external hard drive issue, which I ended up fixing myself somehow. It just stopped working. Look, the power supply just died. I said, what the fuck? And I go, I reach out. I go, hey, uh, this is my issue. What do I do? They go, well, get it to us. And we'll pull all the data off it in an instant and load it onto a brand new hard drive for you with double the capacity and off you go. That would have been such a quick turnaround because they are my managed IT service provider. Translation, I'm at the front of the line. Blue Frost IT for everything tech that you need in your home or your workplace. Just call them 616-285-50 or reach out, uh, Info at bluefrostit.com. All the big hitters and legends are out in today's show. Let us bring in Rick from TC Paintball. Good morning, Eric Zane. My God. How are you, buddy? I'm... I'm uh I got some trepidation. I'm following a red hot Hurricane Ashley. I mean, she was on her game today, and now I gotta follow that. Yeah, you know, and she um she's quite a she's quite a um she like moves the meter when it comes to things to talk about. You know, I mean she's uh she's kinda like a uh like a ball of energy. And it's like, God damn. And talking about uh one year and one day removed from St. Gaslight's re- big retirement. I figured it would be a good idea to honor that by bringing in a former lover. I agree. She's uh, yeah, she's uh, she's something to listen to. All right. Just for the, 
I am not wearing rubber gloves right now. Yeah, that's weird. Unbelievable. Uh, hey, you were just in Florida. What the hell were you in Florida for? Uh, paintball World Cup. The Paintball World Cup? That's right. Did you win the World Cup? We did not win the World Cup. We uh, we didn't make finals. We uh, we had a out of four prelim matches, we went one, two, and one, and that wasn't enough to move on. Now, uh, when I f- hear World Cup, I think of like uh, World Cup of Soccer. So that means there's people from all over the world playing participating in this thing, right? It was the largest World Cup, which is always the largest event. So it was the largest tournament in the world in history. So. Um, when you do that, is there like a ton of people in the stands cheering everybody on during the, during each event? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of people. They bring in a lot of teams from overseas, um, you know, teams that only play a couple events. They'll make the mark to play the world cup for sure. It's just the biggest. Did you stick around to actually watch the final match? Yeah, we were there like finals happened on Sunday and we had four teams with us. So, um, I had my kids team playing, I had uh, my nephew's team playing and then, uh, you know, my team, of course. And then, uh, we have a, one more divisional team. That's a couple of divisions lower than my team. And we were all playing. So it was when you're not playing, you're helping out the other teams. It's kind of like an all hands on deck type thing. Okay. So you're there. Was there any type of Cinderella story that could be made into a Disney movie as to who won it? Or was it, um, you know, just a straight up victory? Well, the, so in the pro division, the pro division, the same team won it for the fourth year in a row. Um, and they're a team that started out as teenagers and they're all in their forties now. So it, it's kind of a neat story that they were dominating when they were kids. And now they're dominating when they're, when they're wow. grown ass, all the kids trying to challenge them. Um, but there, there's a bunch of different divisions. There's pro, uh, semi-pro division two, three, four, five. And then there's different formats too. So it's, there's, it's really complicated. There's all kinds of shit going on. So there's a lot of different teams that can say we won world cup. It's just breaking right. down in divisions and formats. So this team uh, that they started uh, when they were kids and now they're in their forties, are people like get, trying to get their pictures taken with them and get autographs and shit? hundred percent. Yeah. It's its own little you know, microculture or subculture. Yeah, uh, I bet. They're big swinging dicks in the paintball world. And uh, was that Corey that said San Diego dynasty? Yes, it is dynasty. Um, they've won four in a row now. And the, yeah, they're, they're very, very popular in the paintball world. The rest of the world doesn't give a shit about them at all, but in the paintball world, they're, uh, you know, they're the goats. Wow. Um, now what type of venue hosts this? Because I imagine it's an absolute mess. Oh yeah. So the venue we go to in Florida, it's, um, it's near Disney and it's nice that it's near Disney. There's a lot of, there's lots of food and lodging options. We get to stay in a house down there with our own private pool and shit. But as far as the, the, the venue goes, um, it's a big, big, uh, uh field. Uh, we've been using the same location for like six, seven years in a row now. So they, you know, obviously they clean it up, but they, there's a few things that they can set up that uh, they're part of their infrastructure that kind of stays there. Yeah. Uh, but, it's a week of setup before the event. Um, there's like uh, five, six days of action and play going on, and then a week later, they you know they spend that whole week cleaning the whole venue up and getting ready for that. All right, all right. So, all right. So, good time, uh, good time had by all. Little little trip away, and here you are back at it. We have to renew our efforts to get with the Mexicans and schedule paintball war number twenty three. We bounce a couple dates off each other. Do we ever settle on one? I don't I, I think so. I don't think so. I gotta, I gotta, I'm literally going to start over. I'm going to start over and say to the Mexicans, all right, what are your, what are your free weekends? And then we'll go from there. And then. And other, so, I mean, as far as I'm looking at it right now, the 10th and the 17th are both wide open weekends for me. So all right. I don't know if you're 
Christmas, but if that works for you, I mean, send me a message. Or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll talk with them. Uh, Gabe always listens to these shows and he's like the point man, but he's not even a Mexican. He's a Honduran. So he's yeah, like, he's, he's leading, yeah. leading the Latino brigade. Yeah. <laughs> the LB. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Now, uh, Michigan football has had this spectacular season with two games left. Now they do it minus Harbaugh. Uh, your thoughts. Well, I've said since the beginning that um, everybody's just trying to steal signs. Everybody is. You know, um, I remember, you know, I, I follow Graham Wilkes. I, I coach youth football there, and, you know, it, uh, they're a good football team, so I'll go to their games. And I remember one game, I think they're playing against uh, Caledonia or maybe Hudsonville, that there was three guys sending in signs, standing side by side. Right. If, if sign stealing is illegal, why is there three guys standing there sending in signs? It's no, because no. you people to pick up signs it's just natural oh yeah yeah i don't think that that is that is disputed i think what was uh what was put this to another level was the traveling for other games recording them studying them passing on the findings along but everybody was doing it it all came to light that everybody else is doing it too it's like yeah that's that well that was we have all this technology to help us with this and then move forward with these rules in place like it was a witch hunt from the beginning well i don't know if that was proven though i mean it was speculated that everybody's doing that but i don't i don't know that they are in fact there was a lot chris ballas of um the wolverine.com his speculation was a lot of this um Ohio State stuff, but that was that was proven to be unfounded. I don't I don't know that that is true. I think that's been spoken about. And what I've noticed in this story is you've got a lot of um, people are are are, are uh, saying certain things like they actually happen, but no one really knows that. And then people take off like, hey, no, that's absolutely true, and I don't know that it is. Well, I'm convinced that it's true. You know, we can speculate all day long, but we're talking about an industry that at the end of the day is a business. And these coaches are, you know, trying to put up a good record so they maintain their jobs. And they they have to take every advantage that they can. We're talking about a bunch of alpha males here. So if, if you're an alpha male and you're in the sports world and you your world is a billion, you know, billions and billions of dollars uh, uh, industry every single year, then you're going to do everything you can to win. And you know about things like this. I guarantee all the coaches and all the power five school, all the schools and the power five conferences are all have a file on their computer uh, uh, denoting what they know about a certain team and what their tendencies is, including their signs are. I so don't, well, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't guarantee that because I have no way of knowing, uh, nor do you, but you act like you do. Uh, so that's the big difference. You know, that's, that's what makes me superior to you is I would never dream of just suggesting something that I have no idea about. Have you ever heard the adage that people that are inferior have to talk about how they're superior? Uh, that, that's ridiculous. That, by the way, your logic is that, uh, so if Rick gets pulled over, he's doing 100 miles an hour in a 50. If you go to the judge and say, yeah, but everybody's doing it. How do you think that's going to work out? Well, let's let's break that down a little bit more. What's more safe? If everybody's going 100 mile an hour, oh, should God. I step here to 100? You see, that's 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 this is ridiculous. That's I'm just asking a question. That's a stupid question. It's it's a ridiculous question and a ridiculous scenario. Uh, mine made sense. Yours is just uh, 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 circumventing the answer. Is what you're. Oh, 
You're trying to get points by putting extremes out there, 50 and 100. What if I'm doing 75 and a 50? Well, yeah, if you get busted for it, and what you, you, you can't, you, the judge would fucking kick your ass if you said, uh, what? Everybody's doing it, so you shouldn't be punished? You were caught. When you drive places and you're not driving your Winnebago and you're not driving a hybrid, what do you set the speedometer to? Or the, the, uh, uh, well, that's a bad question because I always drive slow. I always drive slow. Okay, okay, okay. What do most people, if we pull the audience, what are they setting their uh, their cruise control at? Are they setting it at 70 miles per hour because that's what the signs on the highway say? Or are they setting it right around 78 because the cops aren't going to do anything right. about 75 or 70 to 76? They're going to wait for that really bad infractor, right? Look, um, the also, you've gotten some opinions from people saying um, Michigan didn't do anything. And, and there's no proof. And, and we don't know that. I, I, I'm like, how does anybody know what proof is? I mean, it hasn't come out what is who has what. My opinion is, is that Michigan took the punishment because they don't want the truth to come out. Mm, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of the programs don't want the truth to come out. But like I said, I think, I think everybody is doing it. I think a lot of uh, uh, coaches are probably doing even worse. And, you know, they have people going to games and sitting behind coaching staffs and whatnot. So, I mean, that's, that is my opinion of the situation. Um, I could be completely wrong, but I mean, if I'm a coach in one of those schools, I'm investigating or I'm, 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 you know, looking down that road, trying to figure out how I can get advantage from the right. signs coming to the sideline. Do you think Michigan wins out? I actually do think they're going to win both those games. I absolutely hate Ohio State. I hate them. <clears throat> yeah, but you. So you're you're like you're actually rooting for Michigan. Yeah, I am. I want to see Michigan win. I'd, I'd like to see when Michigan win a national title. I've always been a Harbaugh fan. I was a Harbaugh fan when he was at Michigan and when he played in the NFL. So you know he is arrogant, but I mean he brought you know a level of winning to Michigan. Um, I think he's a good coach. Well, he brought the level of winning to Michigan as soon as Connor Stallions got there. <laughs> so now there's no Connor. In fact, there is a graphic that shows his winning percentage uh, before Stallions. But since Stallions got there, they've lost once. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure it was all because of stealing signs. Uh, the argument can be made. Sure enough. Um, all right, uh, Lions. You think they, they they what what the fuck? I mean, this is uh, this is pretty great. Seven and two, uh, going into this week's game against the Bears. Yeah, I mean, we should be able to walk all over the Bears, right? But uh, I mean, it's it's been going really good. I'm uh, really excited about this season, but I'm also trying not to put them in the Super Bowl yet. It's been a lot of fun to yeah, watch. Me too. All right, uh, call Rick, TC Paintball, book an event. You can still play outdoors. I guess that weekend might be a little weird on the weather. Um, I guess people can play if they want to, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really, this weekend is going to be 51 and sunny, both Saturday oh, and Sunday. I didn't know yeah. that. I thought it was going to be a little wonky. Yeah, yeah, no, but nighttime, I mean, obviously with the sun going down early, we're spending a lot of time indoor for our, our evening events. But uh, uh, during the day on Saturday and Sunday, we're still rocking it outdoors, so we're having a good time. Rick, you're the man. Give my best to your family. Talk to you soon. See ya. There you go, Rick. TC Paintball. Love that guy. Boy, all, all the stars coming out for this Friday show. Holy shit. Um, let's see if Joe Har uh, if uh, Joe Harbaugh, if Joe, yeah, I should call Joe Martinez Joe Harbaugh.
Um, Joe Harbaugh says there hasn't been any proof. I don't know that, nor do you. You're basing that on uh, speculation. You just don't know. And then he pulls out the requisite, Harbaugh is your daddy and Harbaugh rules. Okay. Uh, Joe Harbaugh says, when Michigan said... Uh, I don't know. I, I struggle with, I struggle with, uh, what, what he wrote. I can't really, I, I, sometimes I try to through context, figure out what he's trying to say, but I think he's, he's probably driving with his knee on the wheel and, um, crossing over the double yellow and not looking at the road when he types that. So, I'm struggling to read what he what he wrote. That's what I, yeah, he says I'm driving. You need to stop texting while you're driving. You know? Because especially if you're driving an A and E heating and cooling uh vehicle. Because somebody's gonna see you and then they're gonna identify you. It's easy to identify you. He says he's doing eighty miles an hour. Yeah, don't you you gotta put the phone down. You should just listen to the show and enjoy it. You know? I mean, I know that you gotta you gotta get in your Harbaugh rules nonsense, but uh, Joe Pellerito is here. He loves Michigan. I'm a 50 year old man doing what a 50 year old man should. That's his uh, psychopath brother. Uh, Joe writes, "Haters gonna hate." Uh, Joe writes, "They leave me alone." I think he means then leave me alone. Well, remember, I'm not actually making you pick up the phone and um, and typing. Uh, you know, I don't have that ability. I appreciate you suggesting that I have some power over you. Oh, he's saying they leave me alone. The police leave you alone. I gotcha. Uh, Corey suggests I refer to Joe as Senior Harbaugh. Okay. All right. I like that. Senior Harbaugh. I need to go pee, and then I'm going to unpack the Harbaugh thing more thoroughly. Okay. But if you haven't already heard by now, um, Michigan... And uh, Harbaugh are taking the punishment. And uh, the reason why is because they know that the evidence about how they cheated will come out through litigation. So they agreed to just take the medicine and take the two games. And and uh, they know they're fucked. That's why they did it. Okay. Hang on. I mean, why else? How can you otherwise explain that? I'll be right back. Ben Glaze in the house. Uh, we talked yesterday on the show that we're all thinking about Ben and his family because dad is under the weather. Um, I think Ben is uh, doing okay because when I said I had to go tinkle, he told me to go finger my prostate. A lot of people are saying, hey, Ben, how are you, buddy? We're thinking about you, thinking about dad. Um, so Ben's dad is a uh, little, little bit ill. Uh, 
That's Ben's story to tell. I just know that uh, I just wanted to. The only thing I pointed out was that he was not doing too well or he was sick. And uh, that Ben was staying staying with his pops. So uh, uh, Ben writes, he's he's good. I went and kissed him last night. Now, that's saying a lot. That's remarkable to me. From the time, from what I know about Ben, uh, I don't think there was a lot of kisses from mom and dad at any one point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Ben is revealing that the condition is influenza in the blood. Uh, Well, whatever that is. Blood flu, I don't know. I hope it's uh, entirely treatable. And uh, now Ben adds, quote, I kissed his penis. So Ben is Ben is getting back to his old tricks. Which means that Ben Weller writes, hey, Ben, I'm sick too. So now we want one Ben to kiss another Ben's penis. This is quickly deteriorated from what I thought was going to be a hey, thoughts and prayers moment to uh, Ben kissing his dad's penis. Kind of weird. Corey suggests that Ben kissed his dad's penis with the back of his throat. A lot of uh, Ben dick sucking going on being discussed uh while this has all been going on today there's been a lot happening on this uh 17th of uh, november cease and desist friendly request from the law offices of big fraud associates mr eric zane stage name of the eric zane show podcast from the fascist ottawa county michigan Regarding friendly requests to address recent broadcast concerns. Dear Mr. Big Fraud, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm reaching out as legal counsel for Hurricane Ashley regarding the broadcast on 11-17-23. It seems there were discussions that caught my client by surprise, touching on sensitive topics without Hurricane Ashley's awareness of the live broadcast on Facebook, X, and YouTube. We'd appreciate your cooperation in addressing the following points. Kindly avoid making any further statements about Hurricane Ashley's personal life without ensuring a secure paywall, be it on your podcast show, social media, or any other public forums. Forums. It would be great if you could issue a brief public apology in Hurricane to Hurricane Ashley, recognizing any unintentional harm caused during the broadcast, if feasible. Could you remove or take down the recordings or posts containing these discussions from platforms? We understand that everyone can have slip-ups, and we hope this friendly request will be sufficient to address the situation. Please consider this as an opportunity to resolve the matter amicably. Thank you for understanding and cooperation. Best regards, Ryan Weber, legal counsel for Hurricane Ashley, Big Fraud Associates, CC Hurricane Ashley. What a crock of shit. I didn't do anything. No. While that was happening... 
Fat Finger Moron Kenny writes, Meanwhile, Darla's kicking Bruce's ears. Then he writes licking. Then he writes, For fuck's sake, I quit. Yeah, you should. In fact, uh, I think it's time to just give you a a 600-second banning. I don't want to deal with it now. I'm logged out. Jesus Christ. Just before you hit send, it's so simple. Before you hit send, why don't you just get in the habit of reading what you're about to type or what you're about to send? I mean, so when you write, meanwhile, Darla's kicking Bruce's ears, you still have to hit send. So just add the step of reading it. Oh, I didn't want to write kicking. I'll change it to licking. Wouldn't that be easier? He says, I love how you act like you never have a typo, dick. No, I do, but I'm not indignant about it. I go, you're right. I should read it. I should. I don't sit there and get mad and dig my heels in. Like a fucking fat-headed idiot. You dumbass. Corey says, as someone who has a lot of typos, sometimes you're so excited to say a funny joke, you hit enter before proofreading. Exactly, which is why I'm stressing it. If you don't want your joke ruined, send it right the first time, fuckface. So many excuses from these two fucking idiots. Dumb. Stupid people listen to this show. And his name is Kenny and his name is Corey. You two are stupid. You have a low fucking IQ. You're dumb. Everybody knows it. All right, I'm totally kidding. I'm kidding about everyone knowing it. Okay, so it was really weird. Yesterday I'm walking around, and uh, at about 3.30, the Big Ten, or Michigan, announces that uh, we are accepting our three-game suspension. Um, you know who accepts three-game suspensions? Uh, People who are guilty and they don't want the world to see all the details. Okay. I don't know anything. I am not like a senior Harbaugh. I don't have, I don't claim to have any information. Most people who are like senior Harbaugh though, uh, like to say, uh, add elements to the story that have uh, that aren't uh, based in fact. They've heard it somewhere. They've read it somewhere. Um, my God, from the moment the story started to develop a week ago about Harbaugh missing time, uh, right away, the senior Harbaugh's of the world were like, oh, well, we have a judge on standby, and uh, he's going to be coaching at Penn State. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. And, of course, that didn't happen. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, we're going to get that. uh, uh, We got that uh, legal fight beginning on Friday today. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, Harbaugh will be on, on the sidelines for Maryland. And uh, no big deal. This is all just bullshit. Well, okay, none of that's happened. The one thing that has happened, though, is Harbaugh missed Penn State. And now he's missing the two biggest games of his college career and arguably in the history of Michigan football. Because Michigan's gone to the playoffs recently before. But they haven't been this good. This year, they're really good. In fact, if the players if the playoffs start, they're probably going to be favored in both games. The game to get to the championship and then the championship. They are that good. But now, for the rest of the regular season, no Harbaugh. Will this matter? Probably not. They'll probably win both games pretty big. For sure, Maryland. Maryland is going to get jail sexed. Because now all the players are, they were pissed going into Penn State. Now they're super pissed. So they're going to just anally rape Maryland. And probably handily beat Ohio State. And then Harbaugh's back. That's the end of it. It's just all of the bullshit that Michigan fan is putting the world through with all this nonsense. Okay. It's much easier to just say, oh yeah, they cheated their fucking ass off and they had no legs to stand on. So Harbaugh took the punishment. Oopsie, no big deal. Take your punishment, move on. Be respectable about it. Okay. I think Michigan itself has been reasonably respectful about all of this, the school, uh, more so than Michigan fan, okay? Michigan fan is not living in reality. Michigan football is accepting the punishment. Um, you know, they're, they're leaning on that whole Bo Schembechler mantra of the team, the team, the team. And what they do with that is like, well, it suits the team better if Jim sits down the next two games instead of all this litigation. Translation, they've got the smoking gun and they're going to stick it right up his fucking weird Asbergery ass. That's what would happen. So Michigan quietly says, ah, the statement, a statement from the University of Michigan yesterday reads, this morning, the university... Coach Harbaugh and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation, which is great news. And the university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, with the university's support, decided to accept this sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes. The team, the team, the team and their performance on the field. Uh, honestly, that's a great move. Um, these players didn't have anything to do with this. And they all seem to be really good dudes. I mean, all bullshit aside, all picking on Michigan fan. Um, they all seem great. Um, the conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. Let me read that again. 
The conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. All right, so that's them trying to say, yeah, we're taking our punishment, but there hasn't, they, they don't have anything on Coach Harbaugh. But they're keeping a keyword out. Yet. Yet. Remember, earlier in the statement, they said, the conference agrees to uh, close its investigation, which means they were continuing to look and dig, which draws this out with the possibility that he is involved. Who wants that? Let's eat the two games. Get the fuck out of here. Great move. This is a fucking power move. At the end of the day, Michigan's better than all these fucking teams. They're going to uh, jail sex uh, Mar- uh, Maryland and beat Ohio State more than likely. And then they move on to the playoffs. That's it. Uh, in two weeks, it'll all be over. They win this week. Sets the stage for Sharon Moore. He's going to be 3-0 and as Michigan's head coach. He's going to drop some motherfucks in the post game while he's crying. And I'm ready for that. I am ready. I want Sharon Moore to wear some of those uh, uh, pants that can rip off by there's buttons holding them together and no underwear. And then after the Ohio state game, I want him to get his dick stiff. And then on the interview, rip off his pants and say, suck this. And, you know, because you know he will. Everybody loves Sharon Moore and his antics. Crying, dropping MFs on people, and then saying, you talk to him and peace out. Sharon Moore is awesome. A lot of people are speculating that with this now, and Michigan fans are speculating that after this season, Harbaugh leaves. Goes back to the pros. Oh, man. Wow, that'd be something. That's going to put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. If Jim Harbaugh, again, either flirts with or just leaves the team. Because then it's no longer the team, the team, the team. It's Jim, Jim, Jim. You know? Uh, Finally, it says the university continues to cooperate fully with the NCAA's investigation. So I don't know if this is entirely done yet by the way... Michigan wrote that, but, you know, who knows? Wow. So that is way different than what all of the senior Harbaugh's of the world said. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, judge on standby. Uh, 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 he, he's not going to miss any more time. He's not going to miss the Penn State game. Oh, no, he absolutely met all those or lost all those things. Uh, Initially, Harbaugh was suspended for violating the Big Ten sportsmanship policy, which was initially met with resistance from both the coach and the program. Harbaugh has denied knowledge of the alleged sign-stealing scheme spearheaded by Connor Stallions. I keep hearing one one particular um, radio guy suggest that, by the way, Connor Stallions, was spending $15,000 a year for several years for tickets and travel to all these football games. 
radio guy is suggesting that he was doing all of this on his own to try to impress the coaches that he knew the signs. Like he, he was a lone wolf who was just a wacko and um, wanted to be the head coach of Michigan. And the way of doing that was to learn, cheat, and then act like he just knew it. And, you know, what? I think there's a, I forgot the name of the thing where um, usually the simplest answer is the correct one. That is definitely not the simplest answer. The simplest answer is he was slipped money under the table, did this, reported his findings, and then when he got busted, he quietly resigned with a sack full of money. That's what happened. At least that's what I think happened. And again, I like to say this whenever I'm talking about this shit like this. Everybody claims that they know things. I don't know anything. That's just what it feels like. Walks like a duck. Talks like a duck. Thus, duck. Duck, 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 duck. I know. Chicken dance to duck, not exactly the same thing. Um, does Radio Guy have big opinion? It's not huge. It is not huge. Huge. I haven't listened to huge. Maybe he's said that. It's another Radio Guy. <clears throat> Here. Who suggested this bullshit? Yeah, Connor Stallions does all that on a $55,000 a year salary. Is it Sharon or Sharon? I've heard both, but I'm going with Sharon. Call of Duty says, was it free beer? No. Uh, Chris says, let's go Terps. Now that Michigan's accepted the punishment, I can't say that I'm like openly going to raft. I know I've changed my opinion since the show started about how, who I want to win. But I honestly, the players from Michigan are fucking great. I've seen interviews with McCarthy and Corum. Nicest guys in the world. Absolutely sweet as peaches. Nice, nice dudes. All right. People dogging huge. Linda says huge is dumb. Now, you know, I can't let you get away with that. That is my boy, Bill Simonson. In fact, we should bring his ass in here to talk about his Michigan team. It's been a while. Been a while. Who sings that? Been a while. <sighs> he's probably gonna. He's probably not gonna pick up. Probably not gonna pick up. And you can't just leave him a message. He's just. He has a recording that has like a dial tone. 
See? Your call did not go through. Please That's a recording. That, <laughs> when's the last time you, you, you called and that happened? He actually has a recording of that. Uh, next best thing, call Brett. Brett doesn't know shit about fuck. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, I think that pretty much um, ends the saga. Now it ends. Uh, Michigan probably didn't like that they were uh, such a focus uh, and, and with controversy. The play, it's a distraction to the players. That's another reason why this is a good move for him to accept that punishment. Really is. Um, their best chance to win a national championship, believe it or not, in my opinion, is without Harbaugh because them accepting that punishment, this story is over. As of right now, the story's done. Um, had it drag, dragged on, that's another story. Now, the next thing on the agenda is tomorrow at this time, they're going to murder Maryland. Now you can begin the process. Now the only thing there is to talk about is the murdering of Maryland and the game. The greatest college. Every year, it's the greatest college football game. Without a doubt, Michigan, Ohio State. There is nothing bigger. Every year, it's the biggest game on the planet. Okay? You cannot compare anything. Michigan, Ohio State. There's nothing that compares. There was a time when you could maybe make the argument for like Auburn, Alabama, but Auburn sucks dick half the time. So it's like, eh, whatever. Um, there's nothing like Michigan, Ohio State. And Michigan has their number the last two years. If that guy, Ryan Day, loses again he might get fired isn't that crazy you can win all your games but one if you lose that game you're fucking dead same thing if you lose all your games and win that one you're like the greatest coach in the world you must beat ohio state there have been times when michigan went into columbus and like in their hotel room off campus, they have no hot water. Like, the hotel cuts the hot water. Holy shit. Serious, serious business. People are throwing bottles at them. Batteries, rocks. Don't take your helmet off. Do not take your helmet off on the sidelines. That's the way it used to be, at least. Woody Hayes, the coach of Ohio State, you know... The guy who got fired because in a game against Clemson, some kid from Clemson picked off the ball and then uh, he uh, caught the ball and then stepped out of bounds. He was at right next to Coach Hayes. Coach Hayes punched him in the fucking face for intercepting the ball. And that was it. That's how, how crazy that son of a bitch was. God damn, Bo Schembechler, he let that one guy, uh, uh, Dr. Anderson, show up and rape all the kids. It's not really the same. It's true, though. 
Thank you to, um, of course, TC Paintball Rick joining us today. Book an event at tcpaintballgr.com. So fantastic. A lot of fun. Maybe uh, the neighborhood kids, maybe uh, uh, the bachelor party, maybe your fantasy football crew. Have some real fun workplace team building, whatever it may be, at TC Paintball. Michigan's, Michigan's premier paintball destination. TC Paintball is respected throughout the country for their fantastic layout, the, uh, all the services they provide customers who wander through and maybe even pick something off the shelf to buy at the pro shop. Fully stocked pro shop. Amazing crew. TCPaintballGR.com. Right in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. There, uh, find out more info at TCPaintballGR.com. Uh, when it comes to insurance, okay, this year is different than others. You are at work. You got your workplace insurance that your boss picks out for you. Every year it costs a little bit more and the policy is a little less excellent. But it's cheap. What the hell? Until you add your family, your wife, your two kids. Oh my God. Now it costs you an arm and a leg taken out of your paycheck every two weeks. Paying a lot for that. Let's say you pay, I don't know, $1,100 to insure your family. Wouldn't it be great to get a policy that's like five times better that costs like 400 bucks a month? That's absolutely possible these days because of changes to made that have been made at healthcare.gov, Obamacare. Now, to explore this, save your time and do nothing. All you have to do is reach out to Frank Fuss and he will do it for you. My policy shop insurance, it doesn't cost you a dime to do this but he will explore the options made available just this year to families who in the past would have to get a um, family policy through an employer. You don't have to do that. Now you keep the employer insurance family gets a policy from healthcare.gov. How reach out to Frank at buyinsurancehere.com and he'll tell you how it works. Buyinsurancehere.com. Okay. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. That will be the site of the Great Food Giveaway, December 22. That is Thursday, December 22. I don't yet have a time yet. Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance will be there donating food to needy families, pet food to needy families, and we will be donating Christmas dinner to needy families on December 22. I just talked with uh, Sean over at Meyer yesterday, new contact. Um, starting the process details coming soon about how we make this all happen and how you can help provide a fantastic Christmas meal for someone in need. And it's all going to be happening at Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV, where you should all get your vehicles repaired. Everybody, man, the best, the best service, um, and making sure that your vehicle stays on the road whether it's preventative maintenance or something goes haywire or as simple as an oil change or a wheel alignment, they do it all at Irvine's 616-532-6600. At the hockey game the other day, something terrible happened. Okay. This is the kids day matinee. Can't believe I didn't talk about this uh, right away, but it's it's been in my brain, and I've I've spoken about this before. <sighs> um, 
I don't know what it is with young boys. Probably because young boys are idiots. But I don't remember doing this. I don't remember trying to disrupt things by acting like I was sucking dick. Like, if I'm in class and I'm, you know, 13-year-old Eric, 12-year-old Eric, 11, 10-year-old Eric, I don't try to disrupt the class by um, pantomiming that I am, uh, there's a penis in my mouth. I would do other things to try to disrupt the class. About the only thing sexual we would ever do would be to take uh, our index finger and a middle finger and make it in a V and put it up to our face and stick your tongue out, uh, implying that you are eating a vagina. Okay, everybody knows that one. The old uh, V to the mouth, tongue out, eating the vagina thing. So something's happened along the, along the road that uh, now, instead of boys doing that, um, they act like they're, there's a penis in their mouth and they want the world to see it. Now, I don't know. Maybe we are, there's more gay people coming out. I don't know. Maybe this is a, a young person says, hey, mom, guess what? I'm gay. But anytime you have kids on the video board, young boys, uh, once a game, they're going to go like this up to their mouth, which is the pepper grinder, which is a way to uh, have a good sex- oral sexual experience. Like, if you were uh, performing oral sex on a man and you did the pepper grinder, you know, you're massaging the base of the penis and then also above it, closer to the really sensitive zone while your mouth is on it. Okay. Kyle Ryan knows this. He's performed it on his husband. I haven't. I have not performed the pepper grinder on anybody. All right. Um, But nowadays, if young boys are on the video board, they're going, yeah, or go team or go Griffins or. (laughs) And. Okay. It's uh. I don't know. I think it's a trade-off. They, they might not want a penis in their mouth, but they know how ridiculous it is and how much it makes my boss's brain fry when all of a sudden there's a kid acting like there's a penis in his mouth and there's 11,000 people going, oh, oh no. Uh, Tyler says, oh, yeah, kids nowadays will jump on their desks and start doing pepper grinder in their mouths. So odd. So odd. It, it happened again, you know? I mean, we're, the camera's panning across the uh, mass of uh, young people at the game, and they're, yeah, I'm sucking dick. What the fuck? Why would you do that? I mean, we need to bring this back. The old, 
I, well, maybe everybody's gay now. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. Maybe all the kids are gay, or at least some. Holy shit. It's fucking ridiculous. So then uh, it fries the brain of my boss, and he's like, God damn it, get the camera off that kid who's sucking dick. Jesus. Uh, up until yesterday, I'd never heard of Holton Township, Michigan. Thank you to Chris K for sending this along. This is a small community in Muskegon, Michigan. Well, Muskegon County, Michigan, which has, you know, Muskegon and Muskegon Heights, which is a little sketch. But outside of that, it's all rural and uh, MAGA-like in Muskegon County. The fur- Again, the further north you go, the worse it is. Well, this community of 2,500 people They have just passed a resolution that is establishing the town, the community of having its own militia to protect the Second Amendment and declares that it will not enforce new red flag laws restricting gun ownership. Okay, so in a day and an age when the idea would be that, let's say, uh, psycho who's been in and out of wards, psych wards, and he's a maniac, and he beats the shit out of his wife, and he's got uh, all sorts of shit on his record, and uh, he goes in to get a gun, and uh, red flags light up. Uh, do not sell this guy a gun. Uh, in Holton Township, Michigan, yeah, you're going to get a gun, and you're going to own a gun. They, they don't want anything to get in the way of the Second Amendment. Now... I don't think that our forefathers had any idea of just how stupid we would be in the year 2023 when it uh, comes to weapons. You have to understand when we made the constitution, um, you know, it was very important that we have um, our weapons uh, handy um, to be able to fight England or any other fucking interlopers trying to steal the land that we stole uh, fair and square from the Indians. Okay? We stole it first. We want to keep it. So thus, we must have our guns by us at all times. That's how the nation was born. All right. None of that matters now. But these fucking morons lo- are so stupid. They love guns so much that it's very important to them to, um, first of all, uh, bastardize religion and um, protect this uh, this law, the Constitution. We must fight for the Constitution. Like, what a stupid thing to fucking fight for, you assholes. Jesus Christ. And this is coming from a gun owner. And not just a rifle, a pistol. I carry a pistol concealed. You know what I did? I followed the rules. Holton Township in Muskegon County passed the Second Amendment resolution on Tuesday night, establishing itself as a Second Amendment sanctuary. The resolution included an addendum establishing their very own militia. 
This is the woman who's like behind it all. Who looks, doesn't look that retarded. I mean, her head's kind of an odd shape because of the hair. A little cone head going on. Um, under the changes, all legal residents with primary residents within Holton now have the opportunity to join the militia, but must adhere to federal firearms checks. Okay. The town said they are adopting policies necessary for the security and rights of their residents. Township clerk, the Holton Township board passed the uh, legislation with four members of the board agreeing with the change. Township clerk, Melinda Pego is seen above that lady. I showed you was Melinda Pego. Uh, this is it. This is the resolution. It contains a lot of whereas's, whereas. The nays and the yays. Hmm. A red flag law is prevention is a law is the prevention law that permits the state order to have a person's firearms temporarily removed if they present a danger to themselves or others. So that is no longer a thing in that community. Um, we, the people of Holton Township, hereby declare our inalienable rights, our freedom, and our liberty as guaranteed by the Constitution of the United States of America. The addendum laid out conditions for residents wishing to join the militia. Can you imagine that bunch? How many teeth do you think there are collectively in the Holton Township militia? Oh, I bet that's a real fucking fighting force. Um, the county is split nearly 50-50 between Republicans and Democrats. That surprises me. In fact, in the presidential election, Joe Biden garnered more votes than Trump by the narrowest of margins. Very narrow. In fact, Biden had 45,643. Trump had 45,133. Wow. Um, all right. I guess that's it. So who the fuck wants to join the goddamn militia in uh, Holton Township of Muskegon County? What an absolute shit show that place what, uh, is probably. Uh, Hurricane Ashley says that county seems very domestic violency. Very strange. All right. Place to avoid. Holton Township. Avoid Holton Township, Michigan. Okay. Thank you to the legendary efforts of A and E Heating and Cooling. Owned and operated, expertly maintained and run by Joe Martinez, a.k.a. Senior Harbaugh. This man, talk about drinking the Kool-Aid. He's drank the Wolverine Kool-Aid. I don't think he's drank the Lion Kool-Aid yet. I think I saw on a Facebook entry in which he pissed off my wife. The Lions got hammered by Baltimore and Joe did same old Lions and pissed off the Queen of the Forest. I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. 
and uh, referred to Joe as a fair weather fan. Joe announced for some reason that uh, if they're still like doing well by Thanksgiving, then I guess he'll drink the Kool-Aid. I don't know. Who knows? Well, Thanksgiving is fast approaching. Anyway, this isn't about Joe Martinez and his uh, uh, love of Michigan and him being skeptical about the Lions. Uh, Joe, look, if you're still driving, if you are still driving, you better not be driving right now. Okay. He's still commenting and you worry me when you, when you comment while you're driving, I hope you are not driving now. He says he's still driving. (laughs) Fucking pinche, pinche pendejo. You like that? You like that? 616-516-8579. Call him while I'm, while he's driving. He will pick up. Text him while he's driving. He will respond. 616-516-8579. The best part about A&E heating and cooling right now is that up until December 1, you can get your furnace and AC. You get not your AC. Your furnace tuned for free. He's teamed up as the only, only HVAC specialist in West Michigan to do this. Teamed up with DTE Energy. DTE Energy says, we want Joe to tune up as many furnaces as he can for free. We will pay the cost of $79. Okay? They want your furnace running efficiently. So call Joe and schedule that. You got to get in before December 1. That's when the offer ends. There's no strings attached. They show up. They tune up, they leave. They take care of the um, loose ends to get the money exchanging hands from DTE to Joe. This isn't, you have nothing to do with it. You just get it free, flat out. So you should call today and talk to Senior Harbaugh, 616 516 8579. Batting last in the order today, Van Dyke Mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke uh, Mortgage. I almost said Orgage. 231-332-6505. No matter where you are in the U.S., get a mortgage. Get pre-approved today, 231-332-6505. Yes, the interest rate is higher than what it should be, uh, all pandemic-related. People forget that interest rates going up and uh, inflation, it's all because of the pandemic, all of it. it. has nothing to do with anything political. It's all pandemic-related. Um, still picking up the pieces from that. It will eventually go down, but get into your mortgage now and start paying off your new home. Then when the rate drops, you refi and you're paying a lot less each month, but get into the home now, 231-332-6505. This ensures that you don't buy more house than you can afford. It's curbing the inflation. Or if you already own your home and have owned it for some time and you need money out of it, Christmas, vacation, new roof, new furnace, whatever. Uh, Get it out of your home. Don't like take a goddamn loan. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. I'm on Cameo. Hire me at Cameo.com. It's just 20 bucks. There's nothing better than an easy Cameo. Advertise on the show. Reach out on the Shoreline or Striping Inbox. I'll tell you how it works. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. And get a t-shirt at the merch store. Um, ericsaintshow.com
T-shirt, coffee mug, you name it. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Harbaugh for some reason, probably because I didn't have an asshole of the day. But who is the asshole of the day today? It's not Harbaugh. It's over. That story is done. That is a great move by Michigan to uh, take the L. Take the L. You're almost halfway done with the suspension. Uh, After Saturday, you'll be uh, two-thirds done. Okay? Take the L. The best. What was it? Anton Chigurh said it's the best deal you're going to get. God, I love that movie. No Country for Old Men. So fantastic. Coen Brothers. Fucking intense. Jesus. All right. Ah, that's a great suggestion, Chris. Because it's fresh on everyone's mind. Uh, A year and a day ago, the big retirement party for St. Gaslight as the asshole of the day. Um, Kenny says asshole of the day is Eric being on Facebook without Ashley's knowledge during her call. What are you talking about? She says, I cannot believe that was on Facebook. Unreal. What are you talking about? What do I do every day from eight to 10? You dumb twat. What do you think it's on? It's a serious XM. Fuck it. I'm going to take Joe off and make it you. You're, you're the asshole today. I'm just kidding. It's St. It's Gaslight again. She says 8 to 10. Since when? Wait a minute. Idiot. If I have you on, okay, and we're talking, and I'm, I mean, I, I talk differently. I behave differently when I'm podcasting. It's a normal conversation if we're not podcasting. What of that was normal? I was interviewing you, you asshole. Fuck that shit. That is bullshit. Unbelievable. And the only reason why Kenny wants me to be the asshole of the day is because he's trying to win favor with Ashley because he wants to eat her ass. That's what's going on there. So shut the fuck up, Kenny, you idiot. God damn. All right, that's it. Enjoy the day. Have a good one. Talk to you on Patreon. Darla's looking exceptional.